JM and the AM on a Tuesday morning broadcast. The uh, senior diplomatic correspondent for Israel Hayom is our good friend Ariel Kahana. He joins us live from Israel on this Tuesday morning. Ariel Kahana, shalom and welcome back to JM and the AM. Shalom again. Can you hear me now? Now I hear you, Baruch Hashem. That was my fault, not yours. <laughs> okay, no problem. I'm, ju- I'm just saying that I came just yesterday from uh, from your country, from the United States. So, th- so the jet lag is still here. I'm trying to figure out who was traveling to the U.S., who was involved in high-level meetings and different <laughs> diplomatic get-togethers that would require you uh, to fly and be part of of the uh, of the media pool uh, for a situation like that, were you in no, fact? No, no, you did. You didn't. You didn't miss any significant visit. Uh, uh, what I had was an interview with uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. I'm sure you know, and of course, Republican candidate. Uh, that was a highlight, I would say, of my visit. Yeah, I saw that you... Go to IsraelAyam.com and find what he told me, if you're really interested. Well, because I already went to IsraelAyam.com this morning, I saw uh, the um, interview, the exchange that you had with uh, Governor DeSantis. Uh, We're always under the impression that, um, that Israel is always closely watching the United States election. Does that happen uh, a year and a half before the election as well? Is there a fascination with the process that's going on here in the United States, or uh, will it take some time before the average Israeli starts to pay attention? Well, I think, Nahum, uh, let's put it this way, a lot of Israelis are very interested with American uh, politics, including the coming elections. I can tell you always when I write about it, people are interested and, and react and so on. Yes, pe- people care a lot and interested a lot uh, about what's going on in your side because you know very well it's all connected. I mean, we are two different countries, but uh, sorry for the kitsch, but connected very strong. But that, that's really the way it is. In this country, the enthusiasm for Donald Trump among his supporters, even though it's strong, I'm not here to debate that or deny it or to to condemn him or anybody else in the world of politics, but the reality is that among his base, it's not as strong as it was. And I think one could also say safely that uh, when it comes to Joe Biden, the current president of the United States, again, strong base, but not nearly as strong as it was around the time of the election. Now, we know that in Israel, people are very passionate about both of those personalities. Would you say that even there, there's less enthusiasm for them than it used to be? Well, look, regarding God, uh, sorry, regarding Biden, uh, of course, uh, I would say there is no passion, uh, definitely not, let's say, in the center-right, which is most of the public, because, uh, you know, there are differences uh, between between Israel and the United States, whether it's uh, regarding Iran or regarding the Yudav Shemron, Samaria, and, and other stuff. And of course, uh, I think Biden for not inviting Netanyahu to the White House more than seven months now, it's quite insulting. So that, I would say, doesn't uh, put us in, in a good shape regarding Biden. Uh, now about Trump, I must tell you, since um, since in last weekend, I personally I was 
in a Republican or maybe evangelical conference in Washington, and I saw Trump, and I saw uh, how he was accepted uh, and how all other candidates was accepted, uh, again, by the American public, of course. Uh, to me, it was... It was, it uh, uh, seems that uh, he is very, very, very like, uh, uh, I mean, in his base, I'm talking about Trump. Right. So here, uh, and of course, you know, people, I mean, if Trump will come back, he was no doubt the best president ever for Israel. He's no compared to others. So I, I don't think Israelis will be, will make any objective if Trump uh, comes uh, comes back. I don't know if it's going to happen, but uh, with us, it should be okay. Ariel Kahana is with us, uh, Chief uh, Diplomatic Correspondent for Israel, Iom. I'm glad you reminded us about that, about the um, the uh, uh, the policies that Donald Trump, President Trump, implemented that were so pro-Israel uh, during his administration. You know, about the DeSantis interview, by the way, and again, people should go to Israel, Iom, Dot com and check it out. Uh, it, it's obvious to those of us who have some hold on the issues, those of us who have some, uh, you know, comprehension of the issues when it comes to Israel. It's obvious when a candidate or when someone who's already holding public office, I won't name any names right now. It's obvious when they just don't know the issues. And they uh, they speak around them or use cliche <laughs> use cliches or sound bites that that really indicate that they don't really understand the issues. Are, are you getting the sense from DeSantis, who really has not had a major role when it's come to any foreign policy issues, that he gets the Israel U.S. dynamic? Of course, of course, Nahum. Uh, when it comes to DeSantis. And Israel, he is very familiar with the issues. Um, um, I, I'll tell you, look, um, um, I, I, I interviewed DeSantis for the first time six years ago, in 2017, when he was still in Congress. Um, and then, and, and until today, he knows very good uh, the history. He knows very good, I mean, the history, I mean, of, of the Jewish people here in, in Israel. Uh, in the land of Israel, he knows a legal aspect of, of the debate, you know, the Palestinians are saying it's their land. He knows very well to explain why isn't it their land, but, uh, but our, but of the Jewish people. And, um, and, 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 so, and so on with many other aspects. I mean, I'm, you know, I, I don't want to go, as you said, I don't want to go as well uh, <laughs> to tell you who I like and who I dislike. For me, for me what is matters is whether the candidate is, is, is a good one and supportive for Israel. And I can definitely so, say so uh, about both of them, uh, regarding Trump and regarding DeSantis. And uh, both of them will be, I'm sure, very, very good with Israel. The only thing that always scares me is those who don't know the issues. And uh, we're seeing too many people now in the political field, including some are holding office now, that are just not familiar. Um, all right, a couple other things. Ariel Kahana is with us, Israel Hayom. I saw people uh, posting last week, those who were analyzing uh, what was going on in the courtroom, um, how uh, now we see that the charges against Benjamin Netanyahu were not nearly as uh, severe as they've been painted by the media, 
uh, how certain things have worked their way into the case that were just not uh, credible. Um, is that a, do you, in your opinion, having watched all of this, is that a uh, an accurate way of portraying what's going on that uh, uh, to a degree the media has helped exaggerate a case against Netanyahu that's simply not holding up in court? So, of course, it depends which which media you, you read. Um, I'll, I'll tell you the following. Let's, let's begin with the facts. Uh, there is no question that the judges uh, in Netanyahu's main trial uh, said clearly to the prosecutor that the robbery allegation uh, was not proved until, until today. That was said clearly by the judges. Uh, look, there, I mean, it might be that in the end they will decide uh, differently, but I mean, it happens that sometimes during the trials they said the judges are saying one thing, and then in the end they decide uh, differently. But for now, there is no no question. No one denies it. They they told the prosecutor and the, and and Netanyahu's lawyers as well that when it comes to the robbery allegation, uh, there is not not um, enough stuff, let's say, to prove it. That's the judge's opinion. Right. Um, so that for sure makes life for Netanyahu much much better because the robbery allegation is definitely the most significant one. Now he's only uh, quote unquote um, uh, 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 blamed of uh, a breach of trust. In this case, we have a, 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 sorry, a testimony that still goes on while you and I speak uh, in in the United Kingdom, where Arnon Milchen, which is a Hollywood um, um, producer but Israeli citizen, he used to be in good ties with Netanyahu and with his wife. And, and in this case, Netanyahu is blamed in breach of trust. And uh, militant testimony until now is, is, I would say, not good for Netanyahu. And in other words, it seems that the ties over there, let's put it, were not, uh, were not healthy. I'm not sure because it's involving personal ties with some, with some um, uh, policy issues that I'm not sure Mr. Milchin should have been involved in, and Netanyahu probably shouldn't let him get involved. But at the same time, um, I, I mean, it's, it's a gray area, I believe, because, again, personal, personal ties, and definitely there were friends, real friends, uh, are getting involved with, uh, I mean, for example, he told in, in some, at some point, he told Netanyahu, "Listen, you you are not dressed good enough for a prime minister." Right. And then he he went and he told him, and and he really bought. I mean, he he went or sent someone to his store to buy for Netanyahu a very very uh, expensive but respected uh, shirts. But why? Okay, what, I'm, what's I'm, well, where, what's the illegality? Where's the illegality? Because you are if you if you are a public official, you are not allowed to get uh, to get uh, uh, gifts. I mean, you know, I'm 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 not I'm I'm a private journalist, but if someone will give me a gift, I will definitely have to to report about it because and you know, there's no and there's no way that Netanyahu himself paid for those shirts. No, 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 no. Of course, not. there is no question about it. But 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 then again, you could say, listen, he is a. I mean, Milchan is an Israeli patriot. By the way, he de- he he was working for the Mossad. It's well known, and as you see, every, everything was mixed over there. And so he did things for the Mossad. He did things for Bibi as a friend. He did things for Bibi as a prime minister. 
so that's why I'm saying it, it's it's a gray area because so at, at what point Netanyahu should have told him, listen, oh no no, you you must shut up. You we we can talk about it. Okay, maybe maybe he did. I mean that's that's for the judge to uh, to decide. But but it tells you that it's it's all it's it's very complicated. It's very complicated how exactly to 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 uh, to break it out. So uh, but but in any case, the testimony is still going. Let's see. Let's see where, and, and at least for a week and a half from today. So, so, so let's see how it's going to end. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NachumSigel.com and the NachumSigel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Ariel Kahana, senior political correspondent, diplomatic correspondent for Israel Hayom, is with us live via telephone. Um, here in the United States, I would say there's a um, a certain boredom with the Ukraine situation, even with the developments from this past weekend that, you know, seem pretty exciting or certainly, you know, seem to pique certain people's interest. Although, frankly, between me and you, I don't fully understand it at the moment. Still studying the whole Wagner uh, Putin, Wagner group Putin uh, uh, dynamic. Are, are people in Israel still following the news from the Ukraine, is it still an issue? Is it still a conversation about aiding the Ukrainians uh, to whatever degree Israel can? Uh, a year and a half later, what's the Israeli attitude toward what's happening on the uh, Russia-Ukraine front? So the answer, uh, Nahum, is, is 100% yes. Just a few hours ago, uh, Yuli Edelstein, chairman of the Security and Foreign Affairs Committee in the Knesset, uh, made an announcement which is, which is actually attacking Netanyahu and the government uh, for the, I would say, almost neutral policy regarding Ukraine. And then they held the discussion in, in the Knesset about it. Um, so it is definitely a topic here. In, you know, in Israel, and, and by the way, it, it was applied by the previous government as well, by Bennett and Lapid, Israel is, is playing a very, I would say, sensitive play. You know, in, from one aspect, I would say the hearts, uh, the feelings are definitely going to the Ukraine people. From the other hand, uh, there are interests uh, in Russia, for example, letting the Jewish a- agency, the Sukhnut, keep working in Russia. And of course, which is the most important, is the uh, Israeli Air Force acting in Syria, actually under a uh, permission by Russia, which is controlling serious skies. So because of those considerations, Israel and the prime ministers uh, never condemned Russia for the invasion. Uh, and Israel definitely tries to help Ukraine with some uh, so um, alarm systems and, and, and economically and, and other stuff. But um, so it's, it's again, again, it's a very sensitive and sophisticated maneuver. But uh, I'll, if, if I may, I'll tell you my personal opinion is that, that we are not at the right place. I think Israel should definitely shift to a much more pro-Ukraine vi- uh, policy. I think Netanyahu should visit in Kiev. There is no reason not to do it. And I was told, um, and I'll tell you what convinced me, that, that we, we have to make a change. Um, I was told by... Um, by uh, uh, former, uh, 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 former, uh, I'm trying to translate the, uh, his title, a former intelligence uh, intelligence uh, unit of 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 Tzal, uh, Tamir Hayman, General Tamir Hayman. He told me even if Russia would not like our uh, policy, positive, much more positive policy regarding Ukraine, and we make some problems in Syria skies, 
So Israeli Air Force can solve those problems. In other words, um, there is no security reason, uh, including Syria, why not to support Ukraine much more. I think it was true before the Wagner rebel or the Progozhin rebel. It's more, much, more, much over right uh, after we saw what we saw in the last uh, weekend. Um, I think Israel definitely and Netanyahu definitely have to change the policy uh, from so many aspects. You know, um, you know. I don't know if we have, we have time to go to it, but but go into it. But uh, we all remember very well when we, as Jewish people, wanted the world help, and we are still angry today. Why the world didn't help us at the right time? So we have to do what we asked or asking others. Uh, yeah, I I, un I understand that, but also we're also I would imagine that Israel's very concerned about whatever possible future Russia-Iran uh, alliance would look like. You know, obviously they have they have diplomatic relations right now. If that relationship gets stronger, you could see that being to the detriment of Israel, no? Again, you're, you're right. So, so plenty of considerations. But I can tell you that in any case, Iran and Russia are cooperating. So so what can we lose? Russia, you know, Russia is, is, is just is not as strong as people here guessed from the beginning. Actually, maybe as the entire world guessed from the beginning. Again, it was clear, let's say, two weeks after the war began. It is even much, much more clear today after what uh, Progozhin did. So, uh, and again... Okay, it's politics, it's interest. I get that, but for us, again, that that's you know my my private opinion. Uh, for us, as Jewish people, as Jewish state, as as a Western country, we have to be in the right place, and we are not there. Interesting. Ariel Kahana is with us. Uh, finally, there's a um, we were discussing this last week the the number of terror attacks that Israeli authorities. Um, uh, Israeli intelligence, the army, etc., stops on a regular basis. The number is astounding, and obviously, all this uh, discussion was in light of what happened uh, last week in Ali, the terrible tragedy. And uh, I just wonder, you know, I I am of the opinion, and I hope I'm wrong, but I'm of the opinion that world jury, which which would you know react with such with such anger and sympathy when attacks like last week's took place, I think we're getting numb to these attacks and to similar news that we hear uh, about our brothers and sisters in Israel who are the victims of these attacks. I'm wondering if uh, you're getting the feeling that the same thing is happening in Israel, that there's so much news, so much social media uh, that's available on a, on a regular basis, on a minute-to-minute -minute basis, that when it comes to the serious things that are going on, sometimes we're just numb to them. Well, I'm, I'm not sure. I think, you know, I mean, I'm, of course, it was for casualties. It was very painful. Um, sometimes, you know, we are, I mean, I am as well. I'm a news person. When, when nothing is new, so you just go on. But but it doesn't, I mean, when it comes to the facts, to the policy, to the actions taken by Tsal and by others, so no one is... Uh, uh, no, no one is indifferent. I mean, the, the, the opposite. Um, I mean, much more troops now in Judea and Samaria, and and hopefully uh, uh, more more actions will take place because what is done until today is not enough. But even if you don't see uh, talks about it in, in the media, in your media or or, or our media, and all Jewish media, 
it, it doesn't mean people are not reacting or people don't care. I would say it's the opposite. I think people care a lot from all sides, uh, I mean, including the left. Uh, but but maybe it's not again. Maybe it's not in the news, but it is de- definitely te- uh, handled very strongly by, by Tsar and by the government. Again, I wish I wish they would do more. There's always you can do more, but uh, but no, p- people people definitely care care a lot. I think I was just uh, you know used to a time where so many public officials in this country urged by Jewish leadership, would make statements and would, would, would alert the world to how angry they are that people were murdering innocent Israelis. And now we just don't get a reaction so often to any of this, which is so disturbing. And one of the points you just, you just touched on, you, you go to sleep at night uh, and, and Yehudan Shamron has been quiet that day. It's, it's, a, it's a sigh of relief. Because there's just so much going on and so many potential things that could be happening, God forbid, uh, with these episodes. So if we, if we make it through a day where there's uh, peace and quiet in Judea and Samaria, it's an amazing thing. Uh, you're right. You're right. I mean, uh, we, I mean, you know, I, I live near, actually in, in Benjamin, to be more accurate, in Benjamin region, uh, which I like to say on the right side of the green line. Right. Um, and uh, definitely, I mean, it's it's a very it's a very tense uh, period, as you said. And it, I mean, vacation begins here as well in a few days, as you said, and your in, in your introduction. So so I hope I hope it will it will go uh, quiet. But yes, definitely, plenty of plenty of plenty of uh, uh, um, efforts by the terrorist, very weak uh, Palestinian authority, which is not ju- doing its job. And uh, and a lot of work for our soldiers, and uh, unfortunately, from time to time, those terrorists uh, succeed, and, and we pay pay heavy price. Yeah, uh, definitely. And they always yeah. seem to take the best of our young men and women. Ariel Kahana, uh, senior diplomatic correspondent for Israel Hayom, on Twitter, you are remind us. Uh, so, call a couple for you to remember. Uh, I, I didn't tell you, Nahum, uh, since la- our last conversation, I stopped tweeting. I mean, it's Eric 3000 if you want to go there, but I so- stopped tweeting. I don't know what's going on in American Twitter. I can tell you that here it became, Twitter became so poisoned and I would say even evil. Uh, so I decided to, 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 to just stop activity in Twitter. I am on Telegram, if you want to go to over there. Oh, of course, on our, our websites, Hebrew and English. But regarding Twitter, um, I'm quite quite quiet for, for a long time. Is Telegram uh, also? Maybe it will change. Who knows? Is Telegram Sorry? also Arik 3000? Uh, no, Telegram is Ariel Kahana, uh, just like my name. You're in the Binyamin region. You have some nice, uh, delicious wineries near you. Uh, correct. The Yekov Sagot is very close. It's five minutes from here. Oh, pretty cool. You're hundred percent right. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I, <laughs> now I have another item on my agenda when I visit you, Bezrat Hashem. Okay, I, sure. I, I great, Most welcome. I greatly appreciate your time. Continue to Hatzlacha and uh, our best regards for our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land. Thank you very much. Ariel Kahana, Senior Diplomatic Correspondent in Israel Hayom. Go to IsraelHayom.com, everybody. See his articles. The DeSantis piece is quite interesting. For those of us who closely follow what's going on in this country, the DeSantis piece is very interesting. I don't know if 
some of the things that were written in his DeSantis piece and that he discussed with him would have been, um, would have been, uh, I don't know if a journalist in this country would have had the same impression. Take a look. You might just uh, figure out what I'm talking about. You're listening to a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM.